This podcast is brought to you by Fandango. Fandango offers movie tickets and gift cards to over 45,000 different screens across the United States and reaches into nearly 80% of the nation's total theaters. By partnering with virtually every leading film exhibitor like Regal, Cinemark, AMC, and more. So to pick up some movie tickets or a gift card for the movie fan in your life, head on over to cityweekly.com slash Fandango or click the support us link in the show notes for this episode. You're listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. But your buddy's worse off and he throws you his car keys Blue lights are blinking four o'clock in the morning State Trooper makes you wish that you'd never been born Better call Saul, better call Saul You wanna tell the world you're in love with a girl named Fran So you find an overpass and you say it with a spray paint can Blue lights start a blinking, those handcuffs click You know who to call and you better call quick Saul, Saul, you better call Saul You fight for your rights when your back's to the wall Stick it to the man, justice for all You better call Saul It's a brand new episode of Better Talk Saul, Cinema Geekly's Better Call Saul podcast It's Anthony Lewis, Glenn Bovane We're back to talk more Better Call Saul Season 5, Episode 7 Called J.M.M. Justice Matters Most Or... Uh, what did Lala say? Money. Just make money. Uh, Jimmy and Kim get married, applying spousal privilege to their conversations. Lalo is charged with murder under an alias, is remanded, and directs Saul to obtain bail. Kim and Rich apologize for the outcome of the Everett Acker case, while Kevin indicates he will let them know later whether he will retain them. Kim and Rich return. Well, it's really just Rich following behind Kim. Kim reminds Kevin that he ignored their advice, says that if they continue as his counsel, Kevin should be willing to listen to them. Kevin likes this sternness, concurs, and retains them. Uh, Mike tells Stacy that he's gotten past his problem that causes recent anger. Nacho tells Mike that Lalo wants Nacho to burn down Gus's restaurant. Gus and other subsidiary owners provide updates to Peter, Madrigal's CEO. Afterwards, Gus briefs Peter and Lydia on the meth lab's status. Peter is upset over the delays, but Gus stiffens his resolve. Nacho and Gus destroy the interior of uh, Los Poyos Hermanos. Then Gus sets it on fire. Saul uses information from Mike to accuse the police of fabricating evidence against Lalo. Bail is set at $7 million, which Lalo says he can pay. Howard confronts Saul slash Jimmy for damaging his car and disrupting his lunch, and Jimmy angrily blames Howard for Chuck's death. Uh, what did you make of episode seven? Man, excellent. Yeah. Uh... Lots of uh, lots going on. Like great, just lot, lots of great character stuff. Yep. So something you know, I've you and I've both kind of talked about over the years that um, when it comes to movies, 
TV shows, generally speaking, <clears throat> don't like a lot of nudity, mm-hmm. especially when it just feels salacious. Yep. Um, the way that, uh, granted, there wasn't full nudity, but yes. for this show, considering I, we don't ever really see their skin, mm-hmm. um, and the fact that we did see it and they did kind of keep going, mm-hmm. um, but again, the whole point of it is that, especially for Kim, and even their relationship, you know, it, it's become less about respect for one another. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like even, lack of a better term, like love for one another. And now mm-hmm. it's, this is all just about the thrill, the lust, the action, you yep. know. Yep, um, I agree. And that's, you know, what we got to see with all of them. And that's, you know, we keep talking about it. The, probably the best written show on TV. Yep. Uh, as far as for characters. And then... Um, you know, even something as cliche as Gus walking away from the explosion and not looking back at it, right? Yep. Um, for for his character, it makes sense, right? Like he did, he's someone who doesn't. Yeah. The only thing he has looked back in the past is the fact that he just wants pure one hundred percent revenge on yes. the cartel. Yes. <laughs> it's such a so, trope, but if yeah. anyone. If there's any character for whom they would literally actually not look back, it's probably Gustavo Fring, for sure. Yeah. And it's also, you know, it's not, you know, it's not just not looking back and that kind of stuff, but it's, you know, this is something that was done not by his choice. You know, he has no problem looking at the monstrosities that he's created in the eye. I mean, I remember sure. whatever he kills the his henchman with the box cutter. I yep. mean, like, it's just as cold, you know, mm-hmm. of a feeling as then, you know, not carried. Whereas this one, it's, you know, he had to do it because, you know, basically for him, it's at any cost, you know, that's, yep. that's what this comes down to. Yep. Um, and then just Howard and Jimmy's interaction in the, uh, in the courthouse, and it's just you know you know you, fi- you know that Howard knew it was Jimmy this whole time, yeah. Uh, especially with the hookers, which God, that's just still so funny. Yes. Um, and then Jimmy just finally unloads on him on how where you know we finally get to figure out where Jimmy has put all this guilt and blame. He's and put it all on Howard. Boy, did he unload! Yeah. Like holy shit. He just went on an I epic. God, I shoot lightning bolts from my fingertips. Yeah, he just went on a bold, public, boisterous rant, just scream like losing his mind. Yep. HHM is below me. There, I am in a world you can't imagine. Yes. I mean, he is not necessarily wrong. I mean, now no. he's with the cartel. <laughs> yes. Like... He's a friend of the cartel. Uh, God, so much. There's so. Like the courtroom scene with uh, yeah. Lalo, or what What was his name? De Guzman? Uh, uh, Jorge de Guzman. Yes. And, uh, you know, Saul brings in actors to play his family. He did, and he lies. He says that it's like, oh, it must be members of the other family. So he did, so he lied like, to he him. He wants to get the genuine shock on his face of yes. his uh, family being there. All of that is great. And he's like, uh, and even then... Jimmy's whole plan and his whole play in all of this is like, oh, there's no way I'm going to get this guy out on bail. Everything he's charged with, impossible. But I'm going to try my best, and when it fails, they can't say they didn't try my best. And then when the judge is like, yeah, okay, but it's going to be set at $7 million, 
Jimmy's like, well, uh, what can you do? And he's like, oh, we can we can do that. So really, yeah, I can do that. <laughs> you have to pick it up for me. You got to pick it up for <laughs> me. Oh my god, he just he just gets deeper and deeper, and he has not told. Oh, he did tell Kim, right? Yeah, but t- yeah, in the the their version of a sex scene. Yeah, and the big thing with that was he was honest with her about what was happening, so he didn't lie to her about it, and she wasn't really like, you can't do this. Yeah. Well, I think she's, I mean, that's the whole point of the last episode. Yeah. Jumping in two feet. And it seems like we're kind of doing this in reverse order, but like their whole marriage scene. Oh, it was great. So she can't testify against him. Like, Oh my, I never even thought Thought of of it. Nope. Of that being her reasoning. I'm sure Ben did, but you know, that's Ben's (laughs) career. So, I thought all of that, I thought that was great as well. Uh, I, and even their wedding ceremony was a little sweet. Like, you could kind of see in their eye, like, okay, I wish we kind of would have done a little bit more. But then also it's like, well, this is totally us not mm-hmm. um, putting so much romance into it. I love everything about it felt, it, it even felt legit. Like, the judge who was like, <laughs> what? Okay, like, all right, cool. not not doing no rings. He's like, all right, and like Kim goes, you no know, judge who's probably seen it all, right? So yeah. he's like, okay, the fast version, blah blah. blah. But I don't think he's ever had anybody not have rings. Yeah, he's like, no, no rings, uh, and he's like, oh, all right. And Kim, even Kim goes, like, she chuckles a little bit, like a part of, and it was so well done. Part of me wonders if the if that was an ad lib from the judge and she legit cracked and they just kept it in the episode, it felt yeah. so genuine. Yeah, uh, right. I love it. And it was, I love that his witness was Huel because of course, and Huel, Huel can't, he doesn't like any of this. Like, like he doesn't approve of this. Uh, with, but then he talks about how there's so like uh, some clerk with a nice ring downstairs. Yeah, like how we can bump it off of them. <laughs> oh man, uh, that was so so good. Uh, yeah, that was excellent. What else did we get in this episode? There's there is a bunch. I mean, uh, I mean, even the stuff that that wasn't like is super duper important, like uh, the stuff with uh, Kim and uh, and Kevin, like getting back onto the getting. Like oh, she, yeah, still that was a great scene too. Yeah, like she knows Both parts. She knows how to play him. Like she knows what Kevin likes. Well, yeah, she's been imitating him all this time, and <laughs> yeah. in the shower. Yeah, <laughs> Jimmy B and her. Yes, uh, I mean, oh, and the Mike phone call also great. I oh mean, yeah, when Mike calls uh, Jimmy to try to uh, to do all of this stuff because. Uh, because of how everything's going, like Lalo wants Jimmy to get him out on bail because he doesn't want to go to jail. Uh, and on the other hand, uh, you know, when Nacho talks with Mike about this and he's like, he's still doing shit from jail. And Mike's like, well, then he's not been taken care of then has he? So they have to, they want to contact Jimmy to tell him to get him out on bail. So Lalo can get out on bail so they can presumably kill him. Uh, yeah, in Mexico, because it can't be killed in the states. states. Yes, uh, because if they do it in the states, then the cartel will know it is Gus uh, who who did it. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Mike calls Jimmy 
And Jimmy is still pissed from when he called Mike when Mike was in Mexico. And he's like, yeah, I'm in a tunnel. Uh, so Jimmy does the same bullshit to him. And then somebody knocks on the door and he opens it and it's Mike, <laughs> of course. And he's like, ah, oh, come Mike in. doesn't give a shit. Mike. Come in. I mean, you got me in my underwear. Enjoy the show. <laughs> yeah. uh, there's so many great moments in this show. Uh, and, the, and a lot of this is just setting up for, for the big stuff. But the character moments are so great and so well written, so well performed. I feel like a broken record. I feel like we say this every week, but it's just so good. Yeah, yeah, no, it is. I mean, it's it's phenomenal. Uh, the whole scene of uh, you know, Gus uh, Gus's fucking Rube Goldberg device to blow up his own restaurant, like everything. Like, what was it? He had like a a chicken or something. It was a uh, like a yeah. I guess it was. I thought it was like a turkey, but yeah, a frozen turkey or something. Well, it's Los Pollos Hermanos. It's probably a chicken. Uh, like a frozen chicken that he just puts on a, like a tray. That's like some sort of slide he built. And as the heat from the fryer builds up, like it slowly dethaws it a little bit, then it slides in and falls in and causes apparently an explosion. I did not know that. Well, he turned like the the gas. Oh, he turned the gas on. That's right. That's right. Is on. Yeah. So it would have started a fire, which started probably the splash from the, the fryer hitting the gasoline. Yes, yes. Or so I don't know. But know either way, it was <laughs> either way, it was awesome. And uh... oh, okay. So about that though, the thing I found so funny about it mm-hmm. was uh, <laughs> the building they blew up. You know, the show that it was a restaurant. That yes. building has never been used as a restaurant its entire life. I'm no. Sorry. That is not a location of a fast food restaurant. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's just, it's not. I mean, all I could think about was going back oh, a couple and even of... the scene with, uh, what's her name? The the lady, Lydia. Is that Lydia. Name? Lydia. Lydia, yeah, yes. And, you know, and you find out that the magical guy, like, okay, so him and Gus go way, way back then. So yes. Santiago, you know, that's that's where Gus is from. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, I... he must have been there, you know, he must have been there whenever he knew his partner. You yes. Know, who got murdered. This reminds me of a couple more things that I really loved. Number one. And it's during the rodeo, of course. Yes, of course. Uh, well, I mean, you know, you got it, right? Uh, and Reliance Stadium must have been like, what, two years old at that time? So, I mean, it's pretty. Mm-hmm. The former pretty Astrodome. New. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, uh, well, the Astro, well, the Astrodome would have been on the outskirts, but Reliant, that's uh, where the, whenever the Houston yes. Texans came about, yes. that's where, that's what they built. Uh, so, one of the things that came to my mind when he blew up that restaurant was the, all the pain and suffering that that young man had to go through to try to clean up the fucking fryer, and then <laughs> here we go, like, uh, maybe two weeks later, well, Augustus a blows location, up. Was it a yes. different Was it a different location? Well, he did say yeah, one yeah, of they, them. Yeah, well, the one that they use is in Albuquerque, like his yeah. main one. But they yeah. so they they show the name of like whatever town it was. Yes, yes. Um, uh, <laughs> and the other thing that I wanted to mention, another great character scene. I'm glad they did this again because it's something they did in Breaking Bad, uh, at least once or twice. But that's like Gus with the community leaders and stuff, mm-hmm. just presenting his business. And he's going on and talking about whatever he's talking about. And then he like introduces like samples of 
Los Poyos Hermanos Spice Curly Fries. Curls. Spicy Curls. The Curly Fry with a, whatever it is, the Southwestern, Southwestern Kick. Kick. Yes. <laughs> and then you just got, like, the low camera angle shot of the guy, like, dipping it in some ketchup and being like, hmm. Uh, but then you find out that guy's in on it. Yes, you know? yes. Uh so there's so many great little which moments. makes me think how many other community events has he done where yes there's somebody involved. somebody's yeah. involved uh very well connected man uh yeah i mean watching this episode it just reminded me of like how it it stealed my opinion like i already had this opinion before better call Saul even happened but seeing him in this show reconfirms for me that at least for me i can't speak for anybody else but I think he's the best villain in TV history. I think he's such an amazing character. He's so, like, he's even more of a, it's weird, because people, like, kind of root for Walter White in Breaking Bad, even though he's clearly, he's definitely an anti-hero. He's definitely, we know he's definitely doing something horrible and awful, but we kind of can't help but... But he's fighting the man. Yeah, you kind of can't help but root for him. And... Gus kind of... Gus is really fighting the man. Yeah, I mean, Gus, there's something about him that makes him, his horribleness, likable. I think what it is is that he's just so... Like, to him, it's not... It feels like nothing he does is personal at all. Like, it's just business. And, like, he doesn't do it in a way where it's like, oh, he says it's just business, but clearly it's not. He's not showy about it. No, nothing. He's... Everything is very professional, very tidy, very neat. Like, I have no doubts that he's genuinely a nice person to but the people he's nice seems to. Like a good boss. Yeah, like, yeah. I have no doubts that he's genuinely a nice person to the people he's nice to, and you don't want to ever cross him because he will get rid of you, and no one will ever know he did it. Don't uh, be. Uh, you have to always be useful. Don't remain not useful. Yeah, he's. He's just an incredible character. I think he's just unbelievable. Yeah, him and uh, you know, having watched Deadwood recently, like him and uh, George Hurst in that show. Now Hurst only shows up for like one yeah. season. Yeah. Uh, but those two like might be the most evil people I've, <laughs> I've ever seen in television. Yes. Uh, just unbelievable. He's so unbelievable. I I love that character so much, and and has one of the best deaths ever as well. But yeah, and even in death, he's got a. Yes. Tighten up his tie. and So awesome. Uh, and I'm sure Glenn and I will get around to that eventually. I, I think we're still going to maintain our plan to 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 like rewatch and review Breaking Bad after yeah, Saul so, is yeah. done. Yeah, just because it'll, it'll be interesting. I mean, I haven't rewatched it since it's come out, and I've never rewatched the show. I mean, I've watched certain episodes, but I haven't mm. rewatched the show in, in entirety. Yeah, I have not watched it again since it ended. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, I'll it'll kind of be like going back into it fresh. I'm sure there's plenty of episodes I don't remember. Oh, uh, what'll be nice is seeing how well things really tied in from this yes, show. Yes, yes, that's what I'm pretty excited about uh, as well. Uh, so, any final thoughts on uh, on JMM? And uh, if not, what would you give it? Um, I'm going to give it a five, and this might have been my favorite episode this season. Mm-hmm. And I think you've already said that once this season, so there are yeah. contenders. Yeah, there are. Um, I, it, in all honesty, this episode came 
I think as close as any episode to the courtroom episode. Yeah, that and that was a great um, episode. Yeah, I mean that uh, one's probably my favorite. Uh, I mean, the best moment is still hands down Squat Cobbler. I mean, there's nothing that's ever, <laughs> ever going to top that unless they come up with something just as bizarre. But, yes. Uh, um, yeah, no, it's just like it was. it's all the character stuff, but it wasn't just one or two or three. I mean, it was every single main character of the show had something, right? Yeah. Um, you know, on the plus side, uh, the ratings for the show, thanks to the the global pandemic, have risen slightly. So there are more people watching it live. They were doing like a million, and now they're doing close to like one and a half. Yeah, so. and I will say, <clears throat> I'm not the only person who does this. Mm-hmm. Um, and some I've given the idea to, but I know a lot of people... Um, who do what I do, where they just buy the whole season on Amazon. Yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, and we've talked about before, but, like, you know, the contract that it has where it goes on Netflix, I mean, it's it's definitely the after-viewership where it's making its money, not on the initial run. No, that's but, where most people are seeing it, too, it seems, as well, yes. But the fact that I, I know some a, a good amount of people who are actually just buying it on Amazon, mm-hmm. um, you know, um, you know, it's it's a prestige show. You know, Amazon or yes, AMC's usually been pretty good about being behind stuff that has mm-hmm. you know prestige. Like Mad Men, I don't think Mad Men ever had like crazy viewership, but like you know, you win two Emmys in a row for best drama. I mean, yep. are you really going to cancel it? Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm agreeing with you. I gave this a five. Uh, just an excellent episode. One of, one of this show's many, many great episodes. Uh, and I'm sure it'll continue, uh, for sure. Uh, next week is, uh, Vince Gilligan directed the only episode he's directing this season. So, Oh, that's always, eight. it's always interesting with, uh, three episodes. What, remaining. More uh, yeah, we, that? yeah, we got 10 episodes in total. Uh, so yeah, uh, that's it for this week's podcast. Head on over to cinemageekly.com to check out the archives. And of course, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and Spotify. Just search for Better Talk Saul. Hit subscribe. That way you can come back and listen to us talk about more Saul. Season 5, Episode 8. It's called Bagman.